0: Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today we have a special program with some classic audio from the Radio Vault and some detailed analysis from Staff Evangelist James Collins. Dave Brees
1: was a noted pastor, author, and lecturer. He was the host of the King is Coming television program, And he was heard on the nationwide radio programs Pause for Good News and Dave Brees Reports. He was also a frequent guest back in the 1980s and 1990s here on The Watchmen on the Wall. Dave was an expert on Bible prophecy, and he wrote several books, including his classic work, Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies. Dave went home to be with the Lord back in 2002, but his legacy continues. You know, I grew up listening to Dave Brees on the radio and watching him on television. He was one of my all-time favorite Bible teachers. I always thought that he had a smooth but dynamic way of teaching the Word of God. Last year, Beacon Street Press was given permission from the Brees family to update, refresh, and republish several of Dave Brees' books, including his classic bestseller, Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies. Recently I was going through the radio vault and I came across some recordings from 1987 of Dave Brees teaching Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies. We are pleased to announce that for the first time, those recordings are now available on Compact Disc. Today, we're going to spotlight some of those recordings. Dave Brees believed this life was a battle. Let's listen as he discusses spiritual
2: warfare. I'm sure that many of our listeners ask the question, why is life difficult, and why do I face the concerns that have come upon me, and why isn't it easy? Why is not the false promise of some religionists fulfilled in my experience, so that if I just do my best, everything will be wonderfully well? Now, the answer to that question is that you and I, whether we like it Or whether we don't, we're born on a battlefield. And about that battlefield, the Bible tells us, be sober, be vigilant, your adversary the devil. As a roaring lion goeth about seeking whom he may devour. So Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against wicked spirits in high places against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. People misinterpret life when they think that the purpose of life is that we be happy or rich or healthy and have no problems. This is certainly not true. But rather, each of us is called upon to be a soldier in a great battle. And that battle is the battle between darkness and light. It's the battle between good and evil. It's the conflict between Christ and Satan. And we need to face the fact more surely than ever that our lives are being stalked by the dreadful enemy of our souls. And that is the devil. The devil is out to do us in not to recognize this is to make a great mistake in life. In fact, it is tragic how People who profess to know something about the Christian religion, they think that all of success is merely to think positively or to have a good attitude, and everything in this life is supposed to be benign and beautiful. Never. There is no final fulfillment available within the historical process because that's not what life is for. We are not here to be fulfilled. We are here to be good soldiers.
1: In warfare, it is important to know as much as possible about your enemy. That was Dave Brees' motivation for writing Satan's 10 Most Believable
2: Lies. Now, if we are going to be good soldiers, then we had better know who the enemy is and the kind of conflict in which we are involved. Let's therefore point up the fact that our enemy is the devil and he is a liar from the beginning. He opposes us. We need to know what he is up to. And to understand this about Satan is to begin to understand life. Satan wasn't always our adversary. Once he was the brightest of angels.
1: Here once again is Dave Brees with more.
2: He began full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. As the brightest of the angels, the devil was given a position of power, but at that time he was not the devil. He was Lucifer, the angel of light. Could we have seen him then? We would have been greatly tempted to fall down and worship him. Scripture says about him that you were perfect in all your ways from the day that you were created until iniquity was found in you. The iniquity that was found in the heart of Lucifer produced the first rebellion in the history of the universe with a heart that was lifted up with pride to the point of irrationality. He fancied that he could take over the throne of God and the leadership of all creation. The prime minister aspired to be the king. What was the result? He was cast out of heaven. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. The moral history of the universe is the outgrowth of that original polarity between sin and righteousness, between the creator and the created. The account of that rebellion is well known being delineated to us by Isaiah and Ezekiel and other writers of Scripture. Satan was cast out from heaven to earth, and here he continues his dreadful machinations against the will of God. The most obvious activity of Prince Lucifer in our present age is that form of his activity that can be seen, his overt activity. As a consequence, even the public press is filled with accounts of Satan worship, witchcraft, occult practices, spiritism, pagan religious rites, and many other evidences of Satanism. Millions are addicting themselves to fortune-telling, palmistry, astrology, tarot cards, from cemetery seances to Ouija board parties. The story of the occult revival continues to grow. These viewable forms of Satanic activity are frightening evidence that Lucifer is continuing, even expanding his work in our so-called modern world. You are listening to a very special edition of The Watchman on the Wall, spotlighting Satan's
1: Ten Most Believable Lies by Dave Brees. Recently, some audio recordings from back in 1987 of Dave Brees teaching from the book, Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies, were found here in the Southwest Radio Ministries Vault. Those recordings are now available for the first time on compact disc. You can order the CD set and the book, Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies, now when you call 1-800-652-1144 or online at swrc.com. In Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies, Dave Brees said that even more deadly than overt activities were Satan's covert activities.
2: There is a more deadly form of satanic activity, yes, more deadly than witchcraft. Serious damage has been done in naive personalities because of overt spiritualist activity. But far greater havoc has been wrought by another kind of satanism, the covert production, and propagation of false doctrine. The enemy has produced a significant triumph when he can spread in our society a broad set of false views about God, about Christ, the Holy Spirit, sin, the purpose of life, and other imperative points of Christian doctrine. For every one person who is subverted by Satan worship, thousands are enmeshed in Satan's more deadly trap, Doctrinal error. People who are otherwise perfectly rational, who would not dream of attending a seance, are nevertheless and more thoroughly undermined simply because they believe the wrong thing. Satan's trafficking in false doctrine is more dangerous than spiritism. Few inquiries could be more helpful than to examine the doctrines of Satan and the hope of deliverance from his mind destroying ideology. We shall think together about Satan's covert activity.
1: Dave Brees was a well-known expert on Bible prophecy, so why did he write a book on Satan's ten most believable lies? Because the Bible says at the end of this age there will be an increase in satanic activity.
2: Now the scripture very definitely says that as we move toward the end of the age we are going to be put upon by the heightening activity of Satan. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 5, and he said, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. I was thinking about this once upon a time, and as a result said, I must myself think through what is a demonic doctrine? What are the principles by which Satan works? What really is satanic doctrine? Now, first of all, let's remember that people will be subverted by seducing spirits. Seduction is to lure from the path of rectitude with the promise of physical ecstasy. Do you know religions that promise physical ecstasy rather than spiritual truth as the basis of what they believe? Be careful. But not only will there be seducing spirits, but doctrines of demons. Now, a doctrine is a propositional statement. A doctrine is an expression that has doctrinal, theological, Content, and it is something that is stated by a person as a matter of principle, most surely to be believed. And we want to think together about Satan's ten most believable lies. And these come to us in the form of ten particular statements that the devil has actually made that are precisely quoted in Scripture, and from these we can determine what it is that Satan believes and the message that he would like to. To bring into the minds of people. The first of Satan's
1: 10 most believable lies is that God is a cosmic sadist. In other words, he is a tyrant. Here once again is Dave Brees.
2: What is the first lie that Satan pressed upon the world and that he continues to press today. It is the lie that can be best expressed by the expression, God is a cosmic sadist. God is a cosmic sadist. Think together for just a moment. No person is infected by the disease of sin until he has been first led to believe the wrong thing. The tyranny and death that sin brings starts when a person begins to believe a false view about God, himself, life, or divine purpose. The devil's doctrines are that ultimate set of false views that he constantly attempts to insinuate into the thinking of people. And we have in Scripture this presentation that the devil has made at various times, which can give us a very good idea of these false doctrines. The first doctrine that Satan categorically expresses in the Bible is found in the opening words of his conversation with Eve, the mother of the human race. With the voice of the serpent, he speaks to her, and he says, Yea, hath God said... You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now many hold that Satan was simply casting doubt on the truth of the statements of God. He is certainly doing that, but he is also operating on a deeper level than merely the production of doubt. Satan is actually making the suggestion that would amount to, Isn't God really saying that you cannot eat of any of the fruit of the garden? What a clever ploy. The enemy suggests that God is a moral tyrant, He is so blue-nosed that he is forbidden his creatures any enjoyment whatsoever. The implication is that God filled the garden with a delightful array of delicious fruits to taunt man, forbidding him then to eat any of these fruits. God is therefore a negativist, who made man merely to frustrate him. He's a cosmic sadist, inflicting an impossible set of rules and punishments upon man. God is therefore impossible to please, a moral tyrant, so that the best thing to do is chuck the whole thing at as of right now. As Satan continued to tempt Eve in the garden, he spoke lie number two, which is God is a liar. His second doctrine, in effect, says God is a liar. Most rebellions begin with a corrosive emotion of resentment. While talking to Eve in the garden, Satan had successfully introduced the proposition. That God is a moralist so severe that he simply cannot be pleased. This produced resentment at Eve, laying the groundwork for a new attitude in her life affecting her relationship with her Heavenly Father. This new attitude is mistrust. Because of Eve's response to the first doctrine, he boldly moves from a question to an assertion. Satan is now quite dogmatic, You shall not surely die. Here is revealed the second doctrine of the devil, namely, God is a liar. He cannot be trusted. His word is not true. Lie number three is,
1: man is God's slave, or there is no destiny.
2: We have a third satanic lie that's also apparent from the conversation that the devil had with Eve in the Garden of Eden. That third satanic lie, in effect, says there is no destiny. There is no great purpose that God has for you. The devil spoke to Eve, and in effect he said, Eve, it's time to strike out on your own. The name of the game is autonomy. In effect, he said, Eve, God knows that if you eat of this fruit, you'll be like God. That's why he told you not to eat it. I promise you, Eve, that God will never bring you anywhere near his level, so you had better take matters into your own hands. Assert yourself. Take a bite of this fruit. Not only will you not die, you will be like a god. You'll know what it's all about by your own experience and knowledge. It will put you on a level with him, Eve. Take some and give some to Adam to eat, and you are on the road to destiny. You can make a plan for your life, Eve. This will make God's little diagram look like peanuts. "...so it was that the serpent revealed the third satanic doctrine, there is no destiny. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes will be open, and you will be as gods, knowing good and evil." With this statement, Satan comes to the daring conclusion of his conversation with Eve. He has already pressed upon Eve the lie that God is a tyrant, and his word is not to be trusted. He now suggests that God made man to be a slave forever. Establishing this, Satan can suggest that Eve take matters into her own hands. He convinces her that she must take a shortcut to personal realization. The
1: fourth of Satan's ten most believable lies is that man only serves God for human rewards. That lie is found in the book of Job. Here again is Dave Brees with
2: more. We find, then, Satan's next doctrine in a presentation in which the sons of God, Beni ha Elohim, the sons of God, appeared before the Lord, and the Bible says that Satan was among them. The text of Scripture reads, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and And fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Now listen to this. Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, Does Job fear God for naught. Never forget this statement. It's one of the most instructive in the entire Bible. Does Job fear God for nothing? states the devil's fourth doctrine. This satanic question implies the inner core of the infernal ideology that motivated the rebellion of Satan against God. Satan is in effect saying no one who is free to do otherwise will ever serve God except for what he gets out of it. Therefore, God is not worthy to rule the universe and is not intrinsically deserving of love and loyalty from anyone. Only mercenaries will do his bidding. Men will appear to serve God, but only because of the temporal reward, not because he is himself worthy, the one who invites their loyalty. Only mercenaries will serve him.
1: The fifth of Satan's ten most believable lies is also found in the book of Job. That lie is adversity results in turning from God. Once again, we go back to 1987
2: to hear Dave Brees explain. Let's consider the next satanic doctrine that we might call adversity must produce apostasy. Satan's fifth doctrine is stated in the devil's continuing speech before God as he contemptuously discusses the situation of Job, that righteous servant of God. Hast thou not made a hedge about him? And about his house, and about all that he hath on every side, thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. In other words, no man will face human adversity without crumbling into bitterness and cursing God. What an insult to humanity. Here our enemy goes a step beyond his fourth doctrine, that no one will serve God except for human rewards. He's now insisting that no one will stay true to his presumed allegiance to a Heavenly Father if he must face adverse and distressing circumstances as he lives his life. The absence of gain is one thing. Real loss is quite another. This implies that a man who is overtaken by intolerable reverses and divested of his human resources will forsake the Lord. He will blame God for his problems. The satanic assertion is that no one will believe in the goodness and love of God no matter what happens to him. God must always prove his love with sunshine and flowers. He must embody it in material substance for it to be real. He must never allow a person to suffer who serves him, for suffering will produce infidelity. That's what Satan has said. Lie number six is this life is everything. And what we will consider in this moment is that sixth doctrine of Satan that came when he presented his case before God, again with reference to Job. Satan spoke about how God had protected Job, and how God had looked after him, and finally he says, well, you have indeed allowed physical affliction to come upon him, but really, if you threaten his life, if there is a possibility that he might die, then he will curse you to your face, and therefore... What I want the world to believe, Satan is in effect saying, is that this life is everything. In fact, in leveling this accusation about Job and human attitudes before God, the devil said, skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. is his accusation that forms one of his strongest doctrines, namely, that this life is everything, all that a man has. Will he give for his life? He will be faithful. He will pretend to be true so long as he is healthy and perhaps wealthy. But when he loses his wealth, his faithfulness will be in jeopardy. And particularly, if his life is at stake, then he will give it all up. All that a man hath will he give for his life. I'm James
1: Collins, and you are listening to a special edition of The Watchman on the Wall, spotlighting Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies by Dave Brees. Recently, some audio recordings from 1987 of Dave teaching from his book, Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies, were uncovered in the Southwest Radio Ministries vault. Those recordings are now available for the first time on compact disc. You can order the CD set and the book, Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies, now when you call 1-800-652-1144 That's 1-800-652-1144, or you can always order online at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. The next of Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies was spoken when Jesus was tempted by Satan.
2: Here again is Dave Brees. Now, quickly, we must consider four more satanic doctrines, three of which are found on the occasion of the temptation of Jesus Christ, when Satan revealed what was in his mind by making some more speeches about what he truly believes. The next satanic doctrine, God should work miracles on demand. Miracles are for human convenience. Miracles are for deliverance. They can easily be had by some formula. This Satan pressed upon Christ. In Matthew chapter 4, the scripture says, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterwards hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he that is Christ answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Work a miracle on demand. Do it for your own convenience. Miracles are easy. Just say the word. Name it and claim it. This, in effect, is what the devil himself said to the Lord Jesus. Satan's eighth most believable
1: lie is God's promises are for our worldly profit. In other words, we should exploit God's promises.
2: Satan's next doctrine has to do with a presumptuous relationship to the promises of God. The eighth doctrine, then, is exploit the promises. We learn of this doctrine from a further statement by Satan during the temptation of Christ. Satan speaks to Christ and says, If you be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear the up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Again, we see the enemy moving in most subtle fashion, producing temptation on the highest spiritual plane. He invites Christ to produce a spiritual spectacular, and he quotes, actually misquotes, the Word of God to enhance that temptation. He attempts to entice Christ to exploit the promises of God. Lie number nine is Satan's way is the best way. Quickly, the next false satanic doctrine amounts to saying Satan's way is the best way. He told the Lord Jesus, All these things will I give thee if you'll fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it's written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Satan said, You can have it all if you worship me. Christ said, you're only supposed to worship God himself. I promise you, dear friend, Satan is going to say to you, you can have it all if you worship me. Don't you dare believe him because it won't work, but he'll lie to you in that regard. Lie number 10 is God has no purpose
1: for your life. But if you'd like to hear more and read more, you can purchase the audio compact disc and or the book by Dave Brees titled, Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies. Order today by calling 1-800-652-1144 or online at swrc.com. Here once again is the voice of Dave Brees to conclude our look at Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies.
2: What a marvelous experience it has been to work together with all of the friends here at Southwest Radio Church, and we do pray that a great impact will be made upon the lives of many as a result of the considerations that we have looked into from the Word of God. Indeed, what a challenge it is to attempt to fathom what the devil is up to by looking at the subject of Satan's Ten Most Believable Lies.
0: Today we have Dave Brees' classic collection, Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies. This collection features the book and audio CD set for Satan's 10 Most Believable Lies. Order today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit SWRC.com. That's SWRC.com.